Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off once more with feeling and Tabula Rasa. I'd like to welcome to the stacks, Frankie. Welcome back, Frankie. And welcome for the first time, Dana. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Yes. Thanks for having me in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) So Frankie and Dana make up the band Girl Gang. Yes, but be careful if you guys Google that name. Yes, yeah. things Gang. pop up oh, on band. Yeah, of our names. It's, it's, it's a little scary <laughs> out there. Yeah, my, my dad had to tell me that. Yeah, it wasn't good. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. Dad no. learned something that day. <laughs> he learned a lot of things I, that yeah, day. Yeah, no, we I'm had just a kidding. nice talk. <laughs> uh, and you guys are performing performing in and around LA currently. Um, yeah, here and there, sometimes, um, whenever a show presents itself to us, mostly we just like to write right now with each other and figure out our sound still a little bit here and there. You've got a single on iTunes right now, right? Yeah, it's called, uh, She's Beautiful and She's Angry, and it was inspired <laughs> by, uh, the documentary with the same name on Netflix, we wanted something to protest against because we didn't really protest against anything. We no, we, we, anything. we thought we were going to be on this protest album and we needed a protest song. Um, <laughs> so we so, wrote one. So we wrote one. We didn't end up being on the album, but then we had a song. And so then we're like, well, there's an iTunes and, and we put it on there and it's been getting a lot of good. It became our single. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good people are, are like people it. it. I really like it. Oh, thanks. I, encur- I encourage all the stackers to check it out. It's really great. Well, Dana, since you are new to the stacks, can you uh, tell us when you started watching Buffy? I can. <laughs> recently, very recently, guys. I just oh, finished oh. it. Oh. I um, oh. I just finished it for, I think I'm the only one who really likes it, but it took me 20 years. Oh. Um, I, I, I always watched, I mean, I saw it when it was on. I, every now and again, I would catch a few episodes. And then I, I met Frankie, and then... We worked with Amber Benson, and then after that, I was like, "Well, maybe I should check this out." <laughs> and that, t- <laughs> and that took, sure. a, took it took a while. And then, uh, I don't know. We saw her a few years, a few weeks ago, and I said, "Hey, you know, I think you're going to make something, kid. That's yeah. a good show. It's going to get you places." She was like, "Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think so. that I think that yeah. show's going to take off, guys. It's going to it's going to be good." <laughs> okay, now let's head into the Sunnydale Stacks. And open the books on Once More with Feeling. Has anyone here been to one of the live sing-alongs? Oh, I went to the Buffy reunion in 2008 in L.A., Ooh. And uh, I will not tell you how much those tickets cost. It was quite a penny. Uh, <laughs> she sang for a bunch of her suppers that but, night. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I fought really hard on eBay for those. And it was a surprise because, like, 
we got in there and I thought it was just going to be the Q&A. Everyone was going to come out and blah, blah, blah. But then they showed the Once More Feeling musical beforehand. And then the minute Buffy started singing, all the girls started singing. And I was like, oh, is this happening? Like, like Wait, you didn't even know? No, I didn't know. Oh, I had fun. no clue. And then the guys took the guy parts. I'm like, oh, I'm in heaven right now. What is going on? This is so cool. And this is an unspoken thing. Everyone's just having a blast. And that was my live sing-along. And I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, my God. That's, great. That's awesome. Yes, that was cool. Uh, Chris actually took me for um, Christmas. When we first started dating, we, so we started dating December 5th. And then for Christmas, he got me tickets to a Buffy sing-along at the Music Box here in mm. Chicago. Oh, uh, I'm awful because that's an amazing gift. And like if we just started dating and I got him nothing. Oh. Nothing. Oh. I do my Christmas shopping in October, so it didn't even occur to me like... <laughs> You didn't have an extra pumpkin? No. I got, <laughs> I got nothing. Unfortunately, the night that it happened, I had lost my voice almost completely. And that is torture. Uh. Like, I wanted to sing along with it. Not just like when we got inside, did I want to sing along? But like standing in line, everyone around me is talking about Buffy and I can't join the conversation. Oh, <laughs> the I kept, like, got her. Poking Chris and like whispering like, What's the episode that they're talking? He's like, shut up and save your voice. What are you doing? You don't need to do that. You should have gotten a little dry erase board. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah. you should have got that. Uh, Also, what a terrible date that like you take this girl to a show and she just (laughs) cannot talk to you the whole night. Uh, And of course, like I tried sing along and then after that, just no voice the next day. Oh, no. So, Mike, I'm sure you can fill us in on the background of how this episode came to be. Uh, so from uh, everything I've seen, basically, uh, there was a problem with the structure of the season and that everybody had a bunch of secrets and they didn't know how to get them out. And also, uh, Joss wanted to take some time off from being like really headstrong involved in the show. So the solution to both of those was to have Joss kind of seclude himself and make a musical. Nice. I'd also heard that this came about because he used to throw parties at his house mm-hmm. with the cast and the yeah. cast would, you know, sing along to these musical mm-hmm. theater songs. And he was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and <laughs> and he had wanted sing. to do a musical since like season one. I mean, he says he basically had always wanted to do a musical in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had, especially when he found out that he had, you know, like Anthony Head, who's a great uh, singer uh, on the stage and everything. And then once you get like other uh uh people with like great voices like amber benson and that like it's it's just natural that you want to do a musical episode like how could you not yes right so uh the episode starts with this retro overture (laughs) and the bubble faces of the cast and i like they really set up the uh, atmosphere for it just Mm -hmm. right from the get-go the very beginning reminds me of hairspray that's exactly what i feel like when i watch hairspray it's the same the music starting and everyone getting their day going. Adam Shankman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's for people that enjoy musical theater, there's like a shorthand here of mm. like immediately like I, I get it. I get it. I know what you're doing. I know what you're reminiscing about. And I'm completely on board. We're going through the morning in the summer's house. Tara finds the forget-me flowers under the pillow. A forget-me, yes. 
You stole my joke from later in my notes. Oh, I don't like to point out I had that same joke. <laughs> oh, no. So first song, Going Through the Motions. I read that Sarah Michelle Geller was originally not supposed to sing. She was. They were going to dub over her voice, except Joss told her that in this episode, Buffy was going to reveal to the group, like, hey, I was in heaven. And that's when she was like, okay, I'm taking voice lessons. That has to be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that really adds to the power of that. I mean, I'm 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 sure it would have still worked, but not nearly as well, especially that song. I don't mm-hmm. think it would have worked. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can always tell. I also have a lot of respect for that as someone who cannot sing well at all. I was gonna say that's commitment. I yeah, mean, yeah. To take singing lessons. Jeez, I'd say so. She sounds great. She was good. I don't know how much if they use any auto tune or anything, but she <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> I think based on other people's performances uh, no i don't think that's true i think what what you hear is what they had right or, yeah or maybe it was very scarce it was like we can use it on three lines sorry <laughs> uh, so in this one she tells us that she's going through the motions of being a slayer and going through her life but she just doesn't feel anything mm-hmm. this watching through this season is the first time that this episode felt a little off to me because hmm. the past two episodes she felt like back to normal Buffy yeah. like if she was pretending that she was and then she was going through the motions she was doing such a good job she fooled me the last two episodes and then in this one she's very she keeps talking about how it's she feels nothing I'm like where have you been because I was there and you were happy <laughs> well I mean but maybe she is a, a really good or maybe it's kind of that thing where you think you're over something and then you're not. Or like the Does novelty of not being dead wore off. She realized she's just back in regular life. Oh, <laughs> I gotta do this again. <laughs> Slay my 900th vampire in the cemetery. Yawn. I'm gonna get a shower like every day. You don't have to shower at all in heaven. Smelly, smelly heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, the, that's the beauty is you, you still are like great and fresh and clean even without showering. You That's the weird, main appeal of heaven. You have weird dreams about heaven. Your main thing is not showering. I just, it's it would be just nice to not have to ever worry about that. Like, when am I going to get a shower? Is it going to be so hot I want to take two showers today? Heaven, <laughs> you, you're always like fresh out of the shower. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to dry shampoo. <laughs> oh, God. Who's that? Uh... <laughs> you have how he looks? <laughs> so proud of it. I'm glad you guys could see live the uh, the eye rolling and the. Uh, I was gonna say I, I, I was gonna say I like that little mic dance. Yeah, I just did. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start. Yeah, I'm gonna do that do the, the whole. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do, do that the mic. whole show now. <laughs> We've got a single. I'll be like the Bart Man. <laughs> oh so I love speaking of bad puns and jokes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, your jokes are great. Uh, (laughs) like all the wordplay in this song but like nothing seems to penetrate my heart and then she stakes the guy then the the demons joining in and back with their little like zombie dance (laughs) kind of thriller-esque I love it yes yeah thriller by way of Oklahoma that no you're right it's it is that yeah Yeah. (laughs) god she's not even half the girl she ow ow (laughs) Always makes me laugh. <laughs> How can I repay? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I want to hear that guy's backstory. Why is he like a an 18th century dude tied to a tree? Why is your shirt not buttoned? Did vampires attack your buttons? Was it conductor button? <laughs> conductor button stole your buttons. So this the end of the song actually shows that she's progressing, that she's not just like in a daze that she like recognizes it, but also mm-hmm. s- states like, I don't want to sleepwalk through life. I want to be alive, mm-hmm. which I, I think is progress from like afterlife. Can I just point out when she stakes that vampire at the end, when she sings that last line, how does no dust get into her mouth when she's singing? Right. She's <laughs> singing that. Hard. Right. Oh my God. I think about alive. that every time. I'm like, close your mouth. Close your exactly. mouth. It's going to get in there and your eyes. Yep. <laughs> Come on. I want to be alive. Just a dead person. So the next morning at the magic box, how do we feel mm-hmm. about Willow and Tara's cosplaying at the Ren Fair. That's my note. My note right here says Tara and Willow look like the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only Where note I had for this from? part. I, I, do you think they're like, hey guys, we're in a musical. Let's wear let's wear fun costumes. <laughs> <laughs> it was if one of them was only wearing a dress, it would have been okay, but they dressed them both up like Well I yeah. knew it I knew it was Amber's fault. She liked that dress, so she was like, I wanna wear that. She so was she the has most herself Renaissance one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are we sure that Wait. they weren't originally planning on going to the Renaissance Fair? That I think got sidetracked. I th- I think that's canon. Yeah, yep. they just <laughs> they had tickets say, that day. You know, isn't that bad memories though? Why would they want to go back? <laughs> oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah, yeah probably. Don't yeah, fair to. situations. Are... Mm. <laughs> well, that wasn't the Renaissance Fair. It was the World Culture oh, Fair. I would go to any fair. World Culture. Anything fair. they look go to looks like a Renaissance Fair because they wear dresses and they're witches. That's, I w- yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I need you to explain a reference for me. Oh. Respect the cruller, tame the donut. It was a very current reference at the time <laughs> to the movie Magnolia. I oh. don't see that. And it, uh, instead of cruller and donut, let's just say uh, it's Tom Cruise's character using two parts of uh, anatomy, typical to men, and one typical to women. It's a weird reference to make in a musical episode to like a really sad movie, but I guess there are musical elements to that film, so I guess it kind of makes sense. It was probably the most recent musical. Hmm. I'm more just like uh, Anya's response of "Still funny, honey." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so funny. he's been doing this every breakfast since Magnolia came out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so Buffy just gets right into it. This is last night. Did anyone uh, burst into song? <laughs> <laughs> We thought it was just they us. All did. <laughs> yes. They all thought they were the only ones. Yep. <laughs> I really like that this is that the singing is part of the story. That it's not you know typical in mm-hmm. musical people just sing when their emotions are so huge that they are driven to song. And this is actually a spell. Yeah. Or at this point, they just know that it's magical. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is magical. So the next song is "I've Got a Theory." I love that the first theory is correct. Is yep. the act just stop? <laughs> nope, it, it was a dancing demon. <laughs> it was a dancing demon. So, stackers, we, uh, to celebrate this very special episode, uh, we each chose a song to write an extra verse to. And our guest chose I've Got a Theory. <gasps> yes. Take it away. Dun, dun, dun. 
Girl Gang has a theory. The gentlemen are back. Only now we're singing and dancing. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> That's us in the show. That is, that is us tapping into our inner Buffies, our inner Scoobies. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the gentleman's nightmare. Yes. Well, there's we, so much noise. Yes, exactly. I in one sentence said the gentleman and opposite day. And that was kind of... Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, this is yeah, like we're their we're opposite day. It's like prank day for them. <laughs> I like the uh, the theory that it's witches, but Wicca's good and love the earth and woman power. And, <laughs> and I'll be over here. <laughs> Step oh. away. It is fun to rewatch the episode, uh, sp- paying special attention to Xander's growing guilt throughout the episode. Mm. See, I did, couldn't track that. I was looking for it because he should definitely have it. There's a couple <laughs> moments where you can kind of see it. Sometimes you can't. And it's like, I don't know if they're really pulling for it, but there's a couple of moments where it's like, oh, I can see in your face. You're you're upset about, oh, what did I do? Why did I do this? <laughs> uh, Anya thinks that it could be bunnies. <laughs> Anya's convinced it's bunnies. Yeah, she's convinced. <laughs> it's just, that's true. <laughs> uh, I read that Joss gave her this rock and roll outburst because she used to do this to him she used to just shout rock lyrics in his face yeah. or oh, just shoot. like like heavy metal style just shout his name at him she would <laughs> oh my god uh and buffy replies that none of this matters uh because we can face anything together mm-hmm. when giles jumps in i mean god damn it uh. he's so good He's just so good. What can we face? (laughs) So good. I like how he's always used to just kind of like, I don't know the musical term. Perhaps y'all can help me. When like they've got the main lyrics, but he just like peppers in these chords. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I don't know the terms either. The ad, <laughs> Chord peppering. It's, it's ad-libbing, but not... It's not ad-libbing. What's, it's, what's um, it called? When sing, singers ad-lib. Christina <laughs> Aguilarian? Yeah, he Christina Aguilera is... Yeah. He should be singing with his finger. <laughs> if he's Christina aguilera he's moving his finger not nearly enough. <laughs> I love his look of hope when he thinks Buffy's back to normal. Mm. Like, they cut to him and he just looks so like, oh, there she is. Yeah. Poor, Giles. Poor Papa Giles. And really, in the in like this stretch of season six, he really does feel like Papa Giles, and I feel so bad for him. I know. So the gang wonders, is it just us? And they open the door, and it's the mustard song. Yes. <laughs> um, did you know that that's one of the producers? David Fury? Yep. David Fury. Yep. He, uh, he shows up in Angel uh, as well. Uh, Who is he in Angel? Uh, oh, yeah. The puppet guy. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah! He's in all the best episodes. He's in I know. all the great, weird episodes. <laughs> so yeah, he's just very happy. They got the master to have his t-shirt. Uh, they even got those retro transition wipes. Yeah, which is this is the first time I've noticed that that it, they're even. Mm-hmm. It's a great episode, guys. It's just yeah. <laughs> so good. This is definitely one of those episodes where it followed the trap of, and this was good. Also, this was good, <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. <laughs> and then, speaking of things I like, Dawn comes in and says she gave birth to a pterodactyl. Oh my god, did it sing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, mm. 
super important. She stole something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This episode, it actually matters. Yeah, it's at least a plot point in this episode that has some bearing on anything. It's not just a weird plot cul-de-sac because you don't know what to do with this character that you just created last season. <laughs> not what they're doing at all. Uh, Willow and Tara can't keep their hands off each other. Oh. Those two. Oh, dear. They act like they don't live together and share a <laughs> right? room and yeah. a bedroom anyway. Like, you woke up in the same bed this morning, girl. Yeah. Like what? half an hour ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> half an hour ago, exactly. Well, the problem is that Dawn's always home and mm. the walls are thin. So now that they know Dawn's at the magic box, like, quick, get back to the apartment or house, not apartment. <laughs> I lived in the city too long. Uh, so they're going to go say they're going to go get the books at home. They don't actually go home, which is where they should go if they want to bang. <laughs> but instead, they go to the park. <laughs> I didn't think about that part. <laughs> yeah, That's right. I know, right? They're really into uh, exhibitionism. Yeah. 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 That's what's going on. Really. Parks are their thing. UPN really lets them go there this season. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they did, though. They We're going to circle park. back to that. Because remember when they just weren't allowed to kiss? Right? Uh, exactly. Uh, now they're like, oh, little, boy. A little hot under the collar. Getting a little worse than Xander and Anya. <laughs> so uh, the boys are checking out Tara. She says, I'm cured. I want the boy. Oh, that's so cute. My, my second note I have written down. Hmm. I'm pretty sure guys don't check out girls like that <laughs> in real life. Really? I'm pretty sure, like, like that, like staring. Oh, just like, like the way they physically, the way they did it. I don't think that's how it goes. I've definitely caught dudes doing that. Really? Like breaking their uh, neck? I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. In Chicago. Yeah. Have you been to a Cubs game? (laughs) No. (laughs) I've never left my city. (laughs) No, but I've been to that bridge that they're on. Oh, really? (gasps) Yes, I have. Rufus and I went there once when we were being super nerds. And we were nearby, and I'm like, "Hey, I think, I think that area is over there. Let's go check it out." And it was, didn't yeah. look as magical as it did in the. <laughs> were, there, yeah. were there sparks coming out of your hands? Oh, you know it. That's, that's what it <laughs> that happens normally every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're uh, playing Jubilee in the new X Men movie, correct? Shh, not supposed to tell anyone yet, Mike. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> now it's out. Lord. But it is a very sweet song. It is. It, oh, it's so we've sweet. got it's under pretty. your spell. Cause she is, you guys. <laughs> That's the <laughs> joke. Wow, wow. <laughs> smart, smart writing, man. That's that's cool. I don't think they even knew that. It's totally being dumb. There's totally too many to that song. Oh, they realize when they watched it back. Oh, <laughs> there's so much lesbian in that song. Oh, <laughs> spread uh, under my willow tree. Oh dear, I know what that means, guys. <laughs> Explain it. I, yeah, explain it, Dana. <laughs> no. <laughs> I might send my dad this link. <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. But I gotta say, I'm a lesbian, and I was once in my first year of being in love. And it's not that gross. Like, they make it seem... I was like, ew, you guys. What are you doing? What's I don't this? think they make it seem gross. Well, not gross. Word-wise, so like, cheesy. Word, in the song, you mean? Like, yeah, in the yeah. song. No, not them. I mean, I meant the song. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I just meant, like, the lyrics and the, the willow tree. There's just too much. 
for me. <laughs> Josh, too many sexual innuendos. Josh has never been a lesbian before, apparently. <laughs> it's not like that. No, <laughs> it's not. Go teach him, Dana. It's not yeah, like that. Yeah, it's not Renaissance dresses and trees. <laughs> <laughs> that old stereotype. Um, the, I I really feel like this was a statement from Joss about like. Again, like, you wouldn't let me show them kiss. Yes. Now I'm going to show them doing a lot more. <laughs> Guess and, like, what, talking guys? Talking about it. Yes. Because, like, she talks about swelling with, uh, what, what is it? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's... I don't know. She talks about swelling. Oh, wait, I have the lyrics. Yeah, wait, logo Dana, has the, on her. Dana has the lyric sheet. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. What? Oh, under your spell. <laughs> yeah, like, she I is. Really, she really oh, is. Oh, my God, Dana. Yeah, 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 breaking with every swell. That's what she said. Yes. Yeah, oh, dear. lost in ecstasy, <laughs> spread beneath my willow tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, and then when she, the way she was saying, "You make me complete." Yes. Like with all yeah. the emphasis. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And then they cut out. It's like you make mm. me come. Yes. Uh, I mean, they talk about Xander's penis enough. This... That that's true. <laughs> it's just balancing out Xander's penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's lopsided because of the funny syphilis. <laughs> and this was a really high range for for Amber to be singing in. I noticed. I was like, "Dang, this is really high pitched." She does a great job. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. we we've heard her sing in, in the car, right? And she and wasn't she, singing that. She range. didn't sing this song. <laughs> nope, no, that was just for this episode. <laughs> it's not her music. <laughs> I see later on she's singing a song later on, and I noticed she starts off really high. But I think she's singing, I think, with Giles, and she, she uses her regular oh. range. Oh, and yeah. And it kind of made me like, go, because everything else, she's singing so high the whole time. And then that was like her normal voice, you remember? <laughs> like, like, oh, hey, there she is. I remember. Oh, I remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what she sounds like. <laughs> Sorry, Amber, please don't listen to this. I know, she's going to get mad at you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we cut, we cut from them uh, getting it on to Dawn saying, it's all kind of romantic. Buffy and Xander immediately shout out, like, no, it's not. What are they referring to? Are they saying the singing's not romantic or the fact that uh, Willow and Tara couldn't keep their hands off each other is not romantic? I'm thinking the latter. <laughs> I, I, I I couldn't tell. Really? Actually, I, I, I thought that I had had that thought too. It know. would be weird for Joss to write a line where it's like, suddenly Buffy and Xander are homophobes. Well, it might just be their general kind of like shielding Dawn from anything grown up. Like, yeah. That okay. people have sex. Mm-hmm. Like... We can't let her know about that. I'm sure it's never come up. Then sure. again, they've also had that line last season where um, Willow asked Buffy what she's doing, and she said, my boyfriend. Well, I mean, <laughs> when you get such a great setup like that, you, you can't just turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> then we get an editing joke. Editing joke. <laughs> Singing, dancing. What's wrong with that? Smash cut two. <laughs> Uh, the dude tap dancing into spontaneous combustion. In defense of the demon. <clears throat> okay. He deserved it. Did put on tap shoes. That's true. <laughs> Anyone who puts on tap shoes deserves to die. With this crazy musical magic going around, I would take every precaution. I would put on the softest shoes I could. Oh, no, then there'd be a soft shoe number. See? No. <laughs> I was going to say, these could just be, like, new dress shoes when they're, like, very clacky. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I don't. Do you, do you remember when I watched this episode and I texted you and said, I'm pretty sure I could be a good tap dancer? 
Like, I decided because I can drum, I can tap dance. Oh, I'm you're somehow convinced. Tap dance now? I'm going to be the what best. I mean, you have rhythm. Would you be tap dancing with your hands? Hmm. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's really thinking about it. <laughs> yes. Oh, <no>. Yes. <laughs> All fours. There you go. Mm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> So the next song is I'll Never Tell, uh, which is a kind of more of like a retro Fred Astaire number. Mm -hmm. And Mike wrote an extra verse for this one. Um, I kind of went a little long because I had a whole like idea. So (laughs) feel free to cut any and all of this. (laughs) Spoilers can be bad. Make message boards real mad. First time through is very sad when they know what I know. So I really can't be saying who or what they might be slaying. We're about a yellow crayon. Wait a minute, bro. I've got a workaround. Here's what's going down. I could make him less leery if I pose things as a query like a dancing demon theory. Hell, let's give it a go. Will the love will lost and got end up just being shot? Was that really just a lot? I'll try again. Whoa. Is Anya staying nice? Will she get her bridal rice or make Xander pay a price like maybe his left? No. I'll never tell. Yes, there's nothing I'll tell. That's what I help you out. Uh, and Finn. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I like this song because I feel like it's so universal. This idea yeah. that you're in a relationship and like minor annoyances or just things that you like don't tell the other person mm. that like probably you should tell the other person uh but they said you know they they want to pretend that they're a perfect couple but no one is mm-hmm. like tell just tell Anya, like hey lay off the stinky cheeses mm-hmm. or wrap them in foil so they yeah. don't stick up the refrigerator that's like, a lot of stinky cheeses that, by the way. they are green those just went bad that's all that happened i mean she's even kind of fundamentally stinky are they still supposed bad. to be out on a table like that even though they're stinky cheeses aren't they still supposed to be in a stinky cheese container yeah, i think yeah. he like opened up the fridge and like that's i mean at least saran wrap mm-hmm. like just yeah they're just like in a yeah, thing right just in, in tupperware yeah. that's not right that's not how you cheese stinky <laughs> cheese that's not how you cheese this is how you cheese i feel like this it's turning into a great, like, Cheese Whiz commercial. <laughs> That's a good argument for Cheese Whiz. It comes in a container. Uh, keeps the smell in. And that's the only good argument for Cheese Whiz. This song reminded me of Hairspray again. Have you guys seen Hairspray? <laughs> yes. Am I gonna be- <laughs> Do you know the song with Christopher Walken and John Travolta mm. about, um, like, you're fat, but yeah, I love yeah, you. Yeah. You're old, but I love mm-hmm. you. That exactly. song. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. I almost felt like it was like a... Like a little homage mm. to it, maybe. But then I don't know what year Hairspray came out because I forgot this is 20 years old. But that's still what well, it reminded they're, they're me of. They're both kind of homages to the same style of like mm-hmm. like cute couple, like you said, like Fred Astaire <laughs> numbers. Hairspray is the only musical I know, so that's all I can reference <laughs> to. I think everything is based on that. My bad. <laughs> Did you guys catch the headline on the newspaper? I don't remember it, but I do remember thinking it was funny. Yeah, me yes, too. mayhem caused monsters certainly not involved, officials <laughs> say. Uh, uh, and they get the dance interlude. Look at me, I'm dancing crazy. <laughs> uh, and it's there where you see like that Emma Caulfield's like really well trained, and uh, Nicholas Brendan is like trying his best, and he does a good job. But it's like 
he is not comfortable doing this. <laughs> no. And it's very good. I like it. I think one of my favorite lines is when he uh, when things get rough, he just hides behind his Buffy. Now look, he's getting huffy because mm-hmm. he knows that I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the callback, the Dan- Xander's double line where he talks about her tight <clears throat> embrace. embrace. <laughs> and her firm yet supple tight embrace. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, tight embrace doesn't rhyme with Scoobies. What doesn't? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll never tell. And like at the end of this is nice that they're they're both admitting like they're terrified of getting married. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. normal. Just mm-hmm. tell each other. Uh yeah. This is this is like I love this song, but it's also like right where it starts to get really like, oh no, guys. You're like passing the point of no return. <laughs> Just talk about your issues. So we cut to um, them <clears throat> complaining to Giles about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like th- listening to them fight. <laughs> Talking about like, it was like there were three walls and not four. <laughs> <laughs> I Something I didn't uh, realize until I, I listened to the commentary that part of like the way they edited that was specifically a commentary that Joss was making on how he hated how a lot of musical numbers would end with the awkward falling together laughing. Is that he always thought that, that was a really weird way to end a song and very uncomfortable. So by undercutting it, by basically having, oh, we're falling together, they're laughing. And then immediately, we hate this <laughs> to be kind of a commentary. <laughs> no, that's great. So. Uh, and they walk past a lady getting a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. Is Marty Noxon. Marty Noxon. Marty Noxon. Which this crack the first time I saw this absolutely cracked yeah. me up. The like, if you you know have on subtitles, you're listening really closely when she says, "Hey, I'm not wearing underwear." <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I was in Culver City a couple weeks ago for the LA Film Festival, mm-hmm. and I was nearby that area. Kristen, no lie, I was gonna be a nerd and do it for you on video. Right? <gasps> do it. Why did you do that? I was. Uh, we. Uh, we know what. When I went to get the tickets for the LA Film Festival, we drove already too far from it. We didn't have time to go back, and I was like, "Oh, I really wanted to, to send that video to her and get it." See how excited oh. you just made them! I know. I, they I know. You just did. I tend to do that to head. people. I get them excited <laughs> and then disappoint them. I was going to do this really cool thing, but here's all the reasons why I didn't. <laughs> I almost bought you a car. Here's why you didn't get that car. <laughs> I made up of excuses. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, there are dancing street sweepers in the background. Mm-hmm. And I like that they're using this to like, we're getting exposition from Giles about like, you know, there may be a connection between the man spontaneously combusting and the random singing. But hey, we're distracting you from the boring exposition by like, we're singing and dancing and songs and it's the whole mm-hmm. city. <laughs> it's kind of like what uh, they especially did in the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones where they had the sex position. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for for those of you who don't know, that's when they just have a heavy exposition scene set in like a brothel. So there's just like a bunch of boobs while everyone's just like unloading oh, plot details. <laughs> know no. your audience. Oh mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, <laughs> boobs, Buffy, singing and dancing. <laughs> I do love, I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever caught this line before where Giles talks about at the scene of the... Uh, spontaneous self-combusting that they were taking witness arias yes i love that detail <laughs> it's such good like it's one of those things that like you didn't have to put it in there you could just you could have just said witness statement but yeah. like i feel like he got such joy out of putting that in yep. uh so we are in spike's crypt 
there's a lot of also really cool angles in this season. Like you mm-hmm. get like you, a big overhead shot of the magic box, which you never get. And here we get no. a big overhead shot of the crypt as she walks in. And then there's a lot of, I don't know what I'm talking about. I think Ooh. the term is Dutch angle. There's a lot of Dutch people in the shot. That, yeah. of course. Uh, but that, a lot of like exact. cockeyed. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. And this one, I think there there is a lot of A that. lot yeah. of them. I like it. I don't know if it's. Because it's more of a rock song, supposed to be a comment about, or not comment, because they're trying to imitate Mm -hmm. rock music videos. Um, But I like it. I wish they did it more often in like just the normal show because it's cool to look at. But Spike says that he's totally immune to the spell and I don't know anything. So you should get out right now. (laughs) Uh, He's trying to get rid of her before he starts singing and he can't help it. So he does. Uh, And he sings Rest in Peace. Another actor that can really sing. Yeah. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, Spike is or Spike James James Marsters. His name's not really. <laughs> He's Spike. a real person. <laughs> yep. Uh, James Spike. <laughs> James is in a band called Ghost of the Robot. Right. That sounds about right. Ghost of the Robot. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. So he, like Anthony Stewart Head mm-hmm. and Amber Benson, has like, you know, lots of experience singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the song he's talking. Saying that, you know, I love you, but you don't love me. So stop torturing me and leave me alone. Also, he's dead. He is that. I do like when he says that. And he like lays down on his tomb with his arms crossed. Mm-hmm. Although it's weird if you're Buffy and you're just watching him do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Did Spike get a little bit American when he sings in that? Did he? I feel like he did at some parts. Like almost like he forgot that he was singing as Spike and that he was just singing. Like, oh. Some parts, but I always feel that always happens with British people anyway. The opposite is true for Buffy. I noticed uh, this time around, Buffy gets British when mm-hmm. she sings. Like very RP pronunciation. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, just, it's not every word, but every once in a while you're like, like oh, mm, I'm pretty sure there's an R in there. It's just interesting. Yeah. It's in your uh, <laughs> chim chimney number that you really notice it. Uh, so this song struck <laughs> me as weird this time because like, you know, the end of the last season, we get the really nice like i know you'll never love me i know that i'm a monster but you treat me like a man and it's such a good moment and now he's here's like man go away because you make me sad i'm like i mean (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you uh tied her up in your basement and threatened to kill her so maybe just be happy that she hasn't killed you and yeah. is willing to spend time with you. That is a good point. Like, he doesn't know where he stands with her because she keeps, like, hanging out with him. But then, like, you know, ditching him. But also, like, yeah, you kind of don't have much of a, like, to stand out when you're, like, a kidnappy guy. Uh, so I chose to write an extra verse for this song. Yay! Uh, Yay. Mine is also very long because I wasn't quite sure what like what constituted a verse because <laughs> they're kind of like <laughs> I'm not smart when it comes to music. They're kind of like double verses. Like it musically, it goes mm-hmm. through like one like cycle and then another one and mm. then the chorus. Yeah. So I did the whole thing, um, but I like I wanted to focus on the um, fact. I wrote them all. Mm, maybe shut up, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is this is basically me saying like this is what your next verse verse should have been. Yes, I know my past is not perfect, but not here I am making demands, expecting your respect. Recently, I dig your grave, then make you my sex slave. Mm. <laughs> Consent, something I tried to skip, 
And then I act all put out when you frequent my crypt. You want a friend who understands your pain, but I cannot abstain. That's great. I'm the only one you trust, but I'm selfishly refusing to ignore my lust. I could earn your love this time, but I'm saying stay away and let me rest in peace. Good job, Kristen. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he's being a bit of a baby here. Mm. And I think it's okay because yeah. later on he's like, yeah, I should go help her. Because yeah. you're like, yeah, because dick move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this song is just a dick move. <laughs> well, it's like Spike's just so dumb. Um, That's it. I mean, like he, it's in character. He really doesn't know what he wants even though he also points that out with buffy uh that she doesn't know what she wants maybe that's why they're perfect for each other i noticed something when he shoves people in there right at the funeral Mm -hmm. how come it's nothing happens no chip Uh, it's choreography yeah (laughs) that's that's the rule it's the musical episode (laughs) nothing no rules (laughs) uh so here we're you know we're we're back at uh the summer's home and Tara mentions that someone summoned a uh, demonic Lord of the Dance. And Dawn is acting really nervous here. Why? Does she think she accidentally did it by stealing something? No. I don't think she has any clue that this has anything to do with her stealing. And she did not do it. No. This is just to make us think she did it. Hmm. Right? I guess so. Hmm. I also think it's weird at this point when, especially after they had their whole song and they were like, it was terrible. And there was like, there were three walls and not four. Like, I feel like that's the point at which Sander needs to be like, okay, guys, uh, here's what I did. Now undo it. Maybe, maybe there's like a whole subplot where he's like, okay, I'll just grab that necklace. And then he's, the necklace is gone. He's like, oh crap. What do I do now? If we learned anything from your song, Xander, just like, Stop lying. <laughs> also, wrap your cheeses. Also do that. So you don't get diseases from the shoe trap. The, the cheeses did not cause that. Cheeses has two meanings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody else got to see that. That was good. Yeah, it was, that was just fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I keep. Yeah, I wish you could screen cap that. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that took me a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so Don tells Tara, "I'm glad you guys made up after your fight." What fight? Oh, Don, shut up. <laughs> but no, not actually. Like, no. I want Tara to find out because yeah, that's not a good. I question. know, but. How come no. Dawn can't know that they have sex, but she can like be involved in their fights? Why? How come they choose to selectively have her be in their relationship? Yeah, they're bad lesbian moms. One, right? one is a healthy part of a relationship. Mm-hmm. One is not. Well, I mean, one is inevitable. Yeah. But like to teach your charge, like it's cool charge. to fight, but don't touch each other. Was it the MPAA raising them? <laughs> Violence, yes. Sex, no. Yes. Uh, here we have Dawn's Lament, which is a fun fake out because we think she's about to start I, our own song. I love Stop. that the, there's no yes. Dawn. Because 
even this this like like the when I first rewatched it for this episode again, I was like, "Oh, there's a Dawn song." Like, oh no, there's not. That's right. <laughs> I read that here. Michelle Trachtenberg and uh, Allison Hannigan both told Joss like, "Hey, I'm not confident in my singing, so don't write me a solo song." So that's why Willow has like three lines mm-hmm. in the whole episode because that's all she wanted, yep. and then th- that's why Dawn just has like this she was told joss i'd much rather dance which she does a great job at yeah yeah mm-hmm. interpretively, mm-hmm. <laughs> interpretively. <laughs> uh so she's interrupted by uh about five pinocchios yep also looks a lot mm-hmm. like the uh the dummy from goosebumps yes mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Thought. yeah, yeah. i really like these costumes i think they're mm-hmm. nice and different yeah the one <laughs> scares me every single time no matter how many times i watch the episode when it takes yeah. her yeah so, yeah, we get the dance interlude, which is, again, classic musical theater. You mm-hmm. always have this, like, dr- usually a dream dance number. Yeah, the dream in, ballet. In mm. Oklahoma, it's like a rape, which is weird. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> maybe not the not the best. It's a weird song. But, yeah, this is great. Michelle Trachtenberg does a great job here. Yep. She's got a dancer's body. She's mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. live. She's very good at it. Very like a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> I like the, yeah. the emotions of a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> it's weird. Yes. Oh, okay. Then. Too bad the listeners can't see Dana's hands. We should describe that. I think she just motioned about a potato. <laughs> you, know, like, you guys, you I'm not wrong. Twelve-year-old boys, uh, you can get them at Wendy's, right? Oh wait, no, potato. I was confused as to. <laughs> uh, but then she's like trying to escape them in a very graceful way and i like it it's very pretty mm-hmm. so we meet sweet mm-hmm. for i mean like we kind of see him when during the spontaneous combustion it's the first time we really meet him he has a great intro here mm-hmm. he's just like tap dancing down the stairs and you just yeah. see his feet at first and he comes into the shot he's got that awesome suit on mm-hmm. look, oh, this is a great intro to character yeah. uh the actor that uh, i didn't write down his name the actor that plays sweet was in dream girls very talented he's very yeah, good he's fantastic um and I, I do like his design it always like reads as obviously like the suit is very like kind of 40s zoot suit but like the creature makeup always read to me as like like an evil gin like an evil genie oh i always just get like mm. satan because mm. most of the yeah. red and he's got the pointy chin but it's like this weird like <laughs> i thought that too tenderly and it's kind of wiggly it's creepy i like it I just want to take a I always think of, of the mask because I'm not a creative thinker. Oh, the mask? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the bright suit yeah. and the really... Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. the zoot suit thing in the mm-hmm. mask. Yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. next song is What You Feel, uh, where Sweet just kind of explains his whole deal. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about a musical is you can just do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Vampire Academy should have been. I want to fix so many things. Let me tell you about Maroy and the others there, Strigoi. See, even Maroy and Strigoi rhyme, so that's like yeah. every song. <laughs> we get some magical uh, costume changes. Sweet goes, mm-hmm. his suit goes from red to blue, and then Dawn's in magically in the very pretty dress. Again, a little Ren Fair-ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sweet's deal, uh, he says, you called me. And that's, he can tell because of the necklace that she stole and is now wearing. Which, if you're going to steal merchandise, 
don't like <laughs> just put it on yeah. with the other people that work in that store that live in the same house. Like, what, what were you doing? Yeah. Here's a thing I forgot to say. <laughs> you may, um, when when she has her thing, her her box of stuff mm-hmm. that she yeah. steals, it has all the price tags and all the yeah. things. Like when I steal something, not that I do, but when I do, <laughs> my most important thing is making it look like I own it. I didn't steal this. I bought this. This is mine. These are my scratches I put on it. I, You're gonna take some price tags off. I feel like not just. It's the same reason why every fan in a movie has weird tassels sewn onto it. So it's like, in case the audience doesn't get it, like these are stolen. <laughs> I also, I mean, I thought maybe it was to let us know, like, these are actually expensive because mm. previously, like, before this, I was like, so mm. they were like, what, 12 bucks? And it's like $65 necklace. Like, oh, shit. All right. But like, yeah, no, Don, you suck. You suck at this. <laughs> For as much stuff as you should. She's a really, she's really bad at it. Well, yeah. Later on, she's going to leave a price or the, the store security thing on Buffy's jacket. Yeah. 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 It's like, you really suck at this. Also, even if you're just giving something as a present, do a double check. Right. So Don's going to be his queen, uh, and he is making people catch fire, I guess. Uh, (laughs) That's a thing. My favorite line from this song is, something's cooking, I'm at the griddle. It means like nothing, but it sounds cool. (laughs) Because a griddle's not like a thing that's like a product. Like, is a griddle a real life that's, yes. Oh yeah, that's, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. That's oh, like, how you oh. Cook, like, oh, <laughs> you need to listen to more John Denver. <laughs> I have automatically assumed like McGriddle because <laughs> I'm fat, and I was like, oh, a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I got that a griddle was a made up word. <laughs> it's just a thing, <laughs> guys. This is my daily life with Dana when we work together. <laughs> this has explained the weirdest things to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this was all a really early ad campaign for the McGriddle. <laughs> I like your Buffy interpretations, Dana. You guys could continue having your adult conversation. I'll just say here. Dana, Dana, we have never had an adult conversation. <laughs> Buffy is training with Giles, and she tells him, you know, like, ah, oh, you'll figure it out. So she's not really, like, taking it seriously. You're caring. Again, she's got a good... Joe, yeah, I'm pretty spry for a corpse. Nobody likes her dark humor. <laughs> I like it. Personally. Too soon, Buffy. She's the one that died. She's the one who gets to make the... Only I get to make that joke joke because I die. Imagine <laughs> if someone else tried making a death joke, she's like, hey, you don't get to say that. That's for us corpses. Cadaver is our word. <laughs> he asked her if she spoke to dawn yet and he's like she's like oh i thought you took care of that she's really mm. making him do all the work so we get anthony stewart's head song mm. standing god damn it he's got such a beautiful voice mm-hmm. <laughs> just, it's just such a good voice it's just a really good song yeah why is it that this is the only song that the other people in the room can't hear because she's in <laughs> slow motion well, yeah, so that's kind of... I don't understand Wait, how they what, did was that. was that the answer? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I got away with that one. No. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> so they, I don't know how they did this. This is really cool that she's training in slow motion and he's at normal time, which is awesome, but I'm distracted because I'm like, technically, how did you do that? 
He just had to learn how to sing really fast. But yeah, the, the, and every other song, like it's people are revealing their secrets, not on purpose. That they're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, I didn't mean to, you know, complain about your stinky cheeses in front of you. In this one, he's letting, you know, expressing his innermost secrets, but Buffy can't hear him. And I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of like a magical interpretation of how Buffy's kind of ignoring everything. She's just going through the motions, as previously mentioned in song. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's why in this number she can't even like hear what he's saying because it's the the magic of the musical numbers reflecting her in a different way. I like that. Yeah. Doesn't this happen in the next song too, which we'll get to, or Willow and Buffy can't hear uh, Giles and Tara singing like right there in front of them? Hmm. Oh, that's a good call. I was um, distracted by the pretty song. Yeah, it's a pretty song. <laughs> it's a pretty song. <laughs> I wonder how that works in mu- musicals in general. Like, how far is the hearing radius? That's like, what I'm wondering. Yeah, like yeah. when, like Willow, even when they were in the park, when they were singing um, Tara song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one <laughs> under your, under like, your spell. They're in a whole big part. How much of the park can hear what they're doing? Because there's some parts and people are in the background just kind of doing things like regular things. <laughs> but then sometimes in other songs, everyone in the background is participating. I've got a lot of questions. Someone get Josh on the horn. Josh on the horn. I feel like it's like normal hearing rate. Because when we're, you know, we've got the like walkie talkie number where, you know, Giles is explaining the spontaneous combustion and like we're seeing people dancing in the background and hearing their music. And then we've got the parking ticket lady. I think it's like, if I can hear your conversation, I can hear you singing Mm. Mm. with everyone but these two songs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's because he's British. And she's moving slow. Drugs. I'm just going to go with drugs. One of uh, them's on drugs. I mean, you could drugs. make, I guess, an argument that they're, that these songs are more asides to the audience. And since it's a musical, that maybe some of the musical conventions that you might see more commonly on stage can be happening in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, too. Yeah. Which or they just said, this is the musical episode and who cares? There's no rules. Right. There's that Fair. too. Just be happy you're getting a musical audience. Yeah, <laughs> we did good. The whole just let us fuck up these last two songs. Sorry. <laughs> so the song is basically saying, you know, as long as I'm here, you're never going to be learn to be independent. Which I mean, I feel like is a lot of uh, concerns for parents of early twenty kids. We're like, you know, there are a lot of early twenty kids that are stuck in Arrested Development and like, mm-hmm. you they know, have a stair car. They have a stair car. <laughs> they work in a banana stand. <laughs> There's always money in it. And just not like adulting maybe when their parents feel that they should. Mm. Um, I would also argue like Buffy has taken on being a mom kind of mm. and a homeowner and a reanimated corpse. Uh, and it's just a, that's a lot more than a 22 year old normally needs to do. But I think you could make the argument that a lot of it, too, is like what he knows she can handle. Yeah, but I also feel like who makes that determination? No, I mean, I no, I see what you're saying. But I, I understand where he's coming from with this decision. And I think even he is like not 100% sure, but... I think he's a really good point, especially like in light of the like, yeah, you have the sex talk with Dawn and mm. yeah. give me this honking big check so that I don't have to get a job... 
and you do all the research and then just like fill me in. Like there's, she's definitely relying too heavily on him, but mm-hmm. I feel baby steps. Mm-hmm. And he, he says in the song, like I, I'll, you know, if I stick around, I'm just going to keep helping you because I love you and that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. But then like, I don't know, that's your problem. I feel like you start with like, you need to get a job because I'm not giving you any more money and I'm not having the sex talk with Don. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I tend to agree with Giles because he's, he's wise and handsome. You're not biased at all. How long has Buffy been alive at this point? Like, re-alive or back from the dead? I don't know what the, like, official timeline is. Like, yeah. two months? Yeah. Oh, really? I thought, like, a few weeks. I, I, I had no know. idea. Well, I have is, no idea Is either. this episode... Seven and eight? Yeah. So I guess it's not because episodes one, two, and three are like three days. Those yeah. are all right in a row. So right. yeah, maybe like three weeks. That's not great. That's enough time for her to start getting her shit back together. Yeah, but I agree with Kristen though. Giles throwing her in, but in the water. But that is a lot. <laughs> it's it's a like, lot dude, to, yeah. Like, start slow. Yeah. I agree. I agree with everyone. Always. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't have opinions. So. Bold stance. <laughs> It's a blanket answer. It works. <laughs> uh, Tara researches her forget me yeses. Mm. Uh, we get the under your spell and standing reprise with pretty the harmonies between Amber Benson oh. and Anthony's Red Head is just so good. <laughs> I just want to see like an MTV unplugged of Anthony Stewart Head and Amber Benson together, like just singing songs, sipping tea and singing songs. Aww. <laughs> we could be the we called. could be the music, Dana. Yeah, we can, sing. we can be the band. Yeah, we'll be the the girl gang behind them. <laughs> Set it up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, we can guarantee well, one. <laughs> well, the other one, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so in the song, they're both saying, "I don't want to leave you, but I have to." Mm-hmm. Um, Spike. Shows up with uh, Pinocchio, <laughs> and I like this. Goes, go on, sing, and you get a musical <laughs> overture. My master has a slayer and his sister hostage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he just like states it, but he states it in the worst voice ever, and yeah. it's like yes. blah, blah, and like without even taking a breath, <laughs> yeah. straight through. Just one very plain run-on sentence. It's almost like he steps out of the Vampire Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in some shade. Oh, my favorite is what does he want? Her. <laughs> really? Her. Her. And when this is where we get that famous line. So, Don's in trouble. Must be Tuesday. Must be Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> Which uh, was a joke because GPN aired Buffy on Tuesday. So mm. yes, every Tuesday Don was in yeah. trouble. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, Dana just got it. It's a twenty-year-old joke for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is where giles breaks it to buffy that you have to do this by yourself <laughs> like kind of fuck you God. also like again like if you're gonna start somewhere start with bills not with don's life <laughs> it is a little weird that he also like speaks for everyone else it's like you guys you don't you don't have to listen to giles yeah i kind of know right he, i mean maybe he's anya's boss almost but they're more partners he's really like has no control over any of you I feel like it's more in character here for Xander to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping. Mm-hmm. Which is also weird because like how many times has the opposite happened where they've been like, Buffy, we're going to help you defeat that demon. And she's like, <laughs> no, I've got it by myself. And they get mad at her. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why Every season. 
<laughs> I'd be like, you guys make up your minds. <laughs> You're all a bunch of spikes. <laughs> oh, because he can't make up his mind. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like the, huh? <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Buffy says here, you know, like Spike offers to help her and she's like, I thought you wanted me to stay away. And he's like, fine. He's like, no, she's not wrong. You did no. tell her to stay away. you can't be mad at her for your mixed signals (laughs) next we have walk through the fire Mm -hmm. which is my favorite song i love this one Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but i'm always a sucker in musicals for like medley of different songs (laughs) and you everyone in the cast joins in and they're doing their own thing and like like the climax (laughs) song like ah yeah uh buffy says that she can't feel and she's hoping that like by doing this she's gonna like jump start you know caring uh, <laughs> spike says you know like oh i hope she dies i better help her so That's, i think that one might be my favorite just because of the way he delivers it i'm free of, i'm free of that bitch dies. i better help her out it's just like a little puppy uh giles is asking did i do the right thing probably something you should have figured out beforehand <laughs> <laughs> and the scooby's all decide we should probably go help which yes you yeah. should um, this whole song just has this really good lines um, that I like that she came from the grave much graver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word play. That's really good. And then like, I think my favorite, the funniest line is he says, first I'll kill her, then I'll save her. No, I'll save her. Then I'll kill her. <laughs> uh, well, then followed by possibly my favorite line is the other one is that I think this line is mostly filler. <laughs> <laughs> when she shows up to the bronze, sweet goes, showtime. I love a good entrance. <laughs> What a great catch commercial it would have been watching this live. Yes. Like, oh, now I have to see an ad for the mummy. I don't give a crap about Tide. Just keep going. (laughs) Whereas now it'd be like, oh, now I have to see an ad for the mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Buffy tells Sweet, take me instead of Dawn. She volunteers as tribute for District Sunnydale. (laughs) That is exactly what that is, actually. <laughs> it's weird that she goes straight to that without, like, trying to fight him first. Yeah, or like, what do you want other than my my sister, the child bride? What else can I give can, you? Can I get you, like, some soup instead? <laughs> and, like, their research, I feel like they never were like, here, it says weakness. Mm. Apparently it's homophobia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, I mean, he's just like, he's not into it. Not necessarily like homophobic. He just, if he doesn't want to marry a guy, I mean that's. Pe- I mean he's he is arguably a pedophile. <laughs> he could still be his princess. Well, <laughs> bring him drinks. And that's true. We haven't established like what does this job entail. Yeah. Does he actually plan to like start a life with? Do you plan on mating or do I just get a tiara? I just think Xander should ask a few more questions. <laughs> That's a good point. That's I mean, he's, he's the one who wanted the singing sure. and dancing. Like, I mean, he's yeah. not quite open. sure about Anya. Uh, hey, you're not married yet, man. Give it a go. You're engaged, not dead. Yeah. <laughs> we get something to sing about. She says, "You know, life's a gift, or whatever." <laughs> um, and just says, "I want, I want to feel again," which again, I think is progress when you go mm-hmm. from like everything sucks to like i wish everything didn't suck yeah the scooby show up and sarah says or giles says anya terror back her up and they run in <laughs> and back. Like, they dance up. which the only thing that's weird about that is like 
if he if he did not mean go be da- backup dancers or singers, and he meant like go help her, those two. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> I thought that it's like wouldn't it be like Willow and Tara as the magic people, or like sure. Anya and Xander is just like or some Giles and punching. Xander is yeah. like, yeah, the punching people. <laughs> Giles says, Giles and Xander, you go, oh, I'm Giles. <laughs> Did everyone catch the funny uh, Amber run into the pole that she famously I, is? I didn't see it, but I read about <laughs> I, that. I rewound yeah. it a couple times to, to, to catch it. And, yeah. yeah. It was fun. She likes to remind Poor people, thing. like, look for that. <laughs> she just runs into the pole. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. God. Uh, so what I found here interesting is I looked up Symptoms of depression, mm-hmm. which include loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed, mm-hmm. and difficulty thinking or concentrating and making decisions. Who does that sound like? Me, Frankie. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I just think this song is really interesting because she's straight yeah. up singing about that. That like mm-hmm. the things that she once liked and once enjoyed and once loved no longer bring her any joy and like. Her holding with Giles is that she can't make a decision and can't like take initiative and like get mm. shit done. I'm like, textbook symptoms. <laughs> she says basically, like, how can life matter if the most important thing I did in my life didn't matter and they just brought me back? And she's mm. showing a lot of resentment here for like, you pulled me out of there. And she admits that they pulled her out of heaven and now she lives in hell. And when they don't really, I feel like, respond to her, that's when, like, the tempo increases and she starts dancing really fast. And then she starts smoking. Not nicotine. <laughs> she she starts to rebel. She's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to start <laughs> cigarettes then. Then she puts on a leather jacket and rides uh, She's spinning and spinning and spinning and Spike stops her. Oh. She was right all along. She said the gang couldn't deal. They wouldn't know how to help. But he does. And I feel like this is because he's like super freaking old and has been through a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And he just tells her like, it's it'll get better with time. You have to keep fighting. Yeah. The part of this, the part of this song always makes me laugh where he says living like three times in a row. <laughs> he has like a weird tone. <laughs> living. <laughs> living. 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 So one of us so is, one of us is living. living. Did you guys get <laughs> that he's time. dead? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mike, you're on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I live on a hill? (laughs) And Don repeats uh, the line from The Gift. The hardest Mm -hmm. thing in this world is to live in it. You know what this always reminds me of is the climax of Moulin Rouge, where uh, it says uh, Ewan McGregor walking out, I think. I think so. Yeah. And then uh, it's like the, the greatest thing you'll ever know is just to love and be loved in return that that being yelled at him makes him turn around. It oh, just, it's very reminiscent of that to me. It is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's in Oma. I don't know maybe. when that came out. Probably, I think around the same time. Because I know they referenced it in a later episode of Buffy. And that must have been this this season because it includes a character who will not be in next season. Huh? I know. I'm so confused, Mike. I don't know what's going on. Like, just... you know, like how there's a character who's not in next season. It's okay, Mike. I've seen it now. You can say it. <laughs> okay, spoilers, guys. Oh! Yes. Okay. okay. I was like, no, they all make it. Yep. Yeah, they all make, they all make Of course. Blocked out that painful memory. Just like uh, the thing I'm Unless we're talking about Warren, and then fuck that dude. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, I hear the actor is very lovely. Adam's a sweetie. 
Yeah, we like him. Adam's a major We don't like Warren. No. No. No, it's a testament to his good acting that I hate Mm -hmm. the character so much because I'm supposed to because the character is a douchebag. Mm -hmm. So Uh, it just means that he did a really good job. No. It's so sad. He still gets, like, threats from people. The first time I met him, I punched him in the face. No, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) That's before you'd seen the show, so it was really weird. I know. It was very good. He came up to you, Danny. He's like, you were really good in that music video. And she just punched him. Get off my sidewalk. <laughs> so Sweet says, yeah, that's great, but uh, Dawn summoned me, so I'm going to take her with me now. Mm. Uh, and it turns out that, and, like, it really only takes her being like, but really, I didn't. I just stole this necklace. And he's like, oh, well, now I'm confused. Like, she's been saying that for hours. Yeah. Turns out Xander summoned him and said, I just wanted a happy ending. Do you should have spoken up so many times. What did you do, Ray? How come <laughs> nobody's mad at him enough about it? They yeah, because there was like a dude that died. <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah, They're exactly. just like, huh. Shit happens. Nobody and he had so many opportunities to be like, here's what I did. Yeah. Like, this will help you research how to undo it. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just funny that the demon didn't want to marry him. So they're like, ah, oh, that was pretty funny. We'll, um. we'll let you go on the... Uh, manslaughter which this is weird so a a male person has never attempted this spell before that's his weakness weakness. (laughs) apparently not (laughs) or maybe it's specifically xander like he would have been fine with a dude but just not that anyone but he was like hoping for giles because he's the cute one no No. (laughs) i actually like redheads this is my Buffy verse. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a spin-off show about them as like a newlywed couple. The 2017 version. <laughs> <laughs> the original series. Yeah, yep. the original series. I'm pitching it. Oh, hell yes. No one it. steal that. <laughs> uh, then we get the last song, Where Do We Go From Here? Mm-hmm. Where they're all like, basically like, okay, <laughs> all these secrets. Now what? I also love how the bad guy kind of wins. He kind yeah, it just yeah. kind of, like, they don't really defeat him so much as he's like, I give up. <laughs> he's like, I did what I, I could do here. So long, suckers. But here's the thing. If he's like, I'm not taking anyone back to hell, he couldn't he just keep making people catch fire? Is it just like a limited time spell? I don't know. I don't know what the It's a musical episode. All yeah. we care is that people got to sing. Yeah. <laughs> the spell wears off on Spike, so he says, bugger this, and he's mm-hmm. off. The last line that you hear them sing before... Uh, we cut to outside as the curtains close on a kiss. Oh, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Buffy follows Spike into the alley. And then we get uh, the coda. Buffy says, this isn't real, but I just want to feel. And I guess. <laughs> I want to feel your tongue. Oh. <laughs> so, Dana, did you know many spoilers uh, before you like watched through? I did not. So how did this ending hit you? I liked it, honestly. I was waiting for it to happen. I'm not yeah. a huge Angel fan. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. And I wasn't a fan of anyone else. I actually liked the Spike thing. And I yeah. was really excited. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all I got. 20-year news. No, um, <laughs> I was like, you go, girl. <laughs> you get your shit. You know, you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot. And Spike cares about you. And that's that was what I thought. So I was I was all right with it. 
Were you watching Buffy or Gilmore Girls? I don't know. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> this is another thing that got spoiled for me very mm. early on. Of like, hey, by the way, when you get to season six, Buffy and Spike are going to kiss in the musical episode. And then they start screwing. Like, oh, that was a major spoiler. Okay. I think, you know, like we've been talking about this season that like mm. they kind of have been building up for this. The two yeah. of them have really connected the whole like she's he's the only one she can connect with. Mm-hmm. And there has been a lot of. Uh, a lot of tension. Connecting. <laughs> Connect. Oh, uh, you don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think whatever you're assuming that was, it, it was probably what you're assuming. Any yeah, listeners yeah. out there? <laughs> Uh, so then the curtains do close on the kiss. While they're kissing, oh. you get curtains. <laughs> you can tell the end is near. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> did you watch through the uh, credits? Oh, I, just, I, pro- I, I didn't, didn't do when I was watching time. the DVDs. I just don't remember. Oh, but it is. Chris, tell us. The enemy yeah. at the end goes, Grrrg. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Joss Whedon. Oh. Yeah. Frankie and Dana, what did you think of this one? Very fun. I haven't seen it in... Since 2008 at the reunion, so it was really lovely to rewatch it, yeah. and it was, all came back to me when I saw it. <laughs> I remember this. I remember the, these words. It's fun to get to talk about it with people, because yes. it's usually yeah. just like me yeah. and my cats, or me <laughs> texting her. Like it's fun to talk to three other people in real time about mm-hmm. it, but and like Buffy people. Like I talk to my girlfriend yeah. all the time about it, but she's all, "Yeah, that sounds nice, hon." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go I'm glad Buffies. you like your Buffy. You know, <laughs> so. Mike, what do you think of this one? Uh, I think it's great. Um, like, it's a lot of fun. And I also love how it, like, uses this, like, fun thing to also, like, do a lot of good things for, like, moving the show forward. And, like, you can have a lot of big reveals that aren't contrived. Mm-hmm. Wish there was less Dawn Kleptomania. But I think that's well, honestly my only real complaint. <laughs> it serves a purpose in this one. Yeah. At, <laughs> at least they, they it serves a purpose. Oh, and uh, by the way, I just wanted to mention, because uh, I think it's really adorable, you know, in the um, walk through the fire when the fire engines come through, uh, on the commentary, Jess Whedon talks about how, like, that, that may be uh, the best thing we've ever put on screen, that we actually, like, got that to time out, right? It's just, that was just amazing. We, we're, we'll never be able to top that. <laughs> oh, my first reaction, that was like, that's an expensive shot. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, obviously, I love this too. Like, it's, yeah. it, you know, anything that's like, this doesn't make sense. Or why did it Sanders speak up? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so well done. Mm-hmm. And it's catchy. And it makes me nerd out so super hard. <laughs> and every time it's on, I have to sing along. I know all mm-hmm. the lyrics. Yeah. And it's in my. It was in my head for like a week. <laughs> I just, I love it so hard. I want to go to more sing-alongs and just sharing more nerd love and oh god damn it yes so would you say it gave you something to sing about yes it did (laughs) it totally did i love musicals in general so like the you know homages to other musical style Mm. styles just makes me like double nerd out it's like my all my loves are like coming together in one thing and then I saw it with Chris and you add another love and it's just all the things. <laughs> it's just a Kristen. It's a love hydra. It's a, a Kristen parfait. Just layers. I wasn't big into musicals. I think I only watched Grease with my family. Mm-hmm. And that's like, also a like good one. Thing. Yes. Hair so, hair, did, did, I, did I mention hairspray, guys? I really like <laughs> hairspray. I'm more of a Grease 2 guy. Oh, no. Oh, no, come one. on. 
of a cool Stop. rider. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Reproduction. Nope. No, no. <laughs> nope. Okay, I think we need to take a break mm-hmm. and hear from our sponsor. Weed and Verse Cleaners. Hi, welcome to Weed and Verse Cleaners. How can I help you? Yeah, I, I got a stain on my favorite shirt. Do you think you can get it out? Oh, yeah, sure. We can try. What kind of stain is it? Mustard. Wow. That's a lot of mustard. Yeah, my wife made brats for dinner, but then we spontaneously burst into a tap dance number and it got everywhere. Yeah, I'll say. There's a lot more here than just mustard, though. Oh, yeah. Well, it is my lucky shirt. Like the the collar is singed pretty badly. Dragon. Excuse me? I fought a dragon. A dragon. You know, L.A. Uh Uh-huh. And is this mud? More of a clay, actually. I tripped on our vacation to Janestown. (laughs) Oh, what is that smell? Oh, that. Uh, Well, have you ever met a merman up close? No. Good don't. Yeah, I'm fairly confident I won't. Is that why it's wet? Well, my evil buddy Moist got a hold of it, and so it really got saturated then. What kind of a name is Moist? An accurate one. Ugh. Like, have you at least tried pre-treating it? Well, I do try to be my best. Uh, what? Did I fall asleep? No. Shall I go now? If you like. Weed Inverse Cleaners. Stain removals for every emergency, from tap dancing with mustard-covered brats to reaver attacks. We'll keep you Weed clean. Weed Cleaners. It's time to put Once More With Feeling back on the shelf and open the books on Tabula Rasa. Kristen, it's blank. The tabulas also. <laughs> Can't do this episode. Our tablets are blank. Yeah, well, oh, let's no. have you guys in. <laughs> Wait, who are you guys? Who are you talking to? What's going on? Uh, I feel like I, I remember something. Yeah, Skype. It's like this video internet thing. Like you can uh, call on the phone. This isn't like a window? Um, I thought you were outside. The TV is talking to us, Dana. <laughs> We're stuck in syndication. <laughs> We're, stuck in <laughs> We're stuck in syndication. Oh, it's like Pleasantville. Why do I have that memory? Yes. <laughs> so Buffy is patrolling and Spike scares her. <laughs> he says, we have to talk about the fact that we kissed. Editing joke. <laughs> she says, I will never touch you again. Wah, wah, wah. And then she has to tackle him. There's a lone shark. I just got it. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous demon we've ever had on the show. And it's not that it's like the makeup is done poorly. It's just like, this is just a walking bun. <laughs> so literal. <laughs> now, do you think that's why he got into the business? She's like, well, everyone's just going to assume. I think you'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. Couldn't be a doctor, so you have to be a lone shark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says you only 40 Siamese. That is a lot of cats. Yeah. Yes. And I assume the Siamese are more expensive. It's a it's a rarer breed. Oh, yeah. Like a tabby is an, um, no, that's going to be like, like you a know, nickel. chump change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, here's an idea. Maybe all crazy cat ladies are actually vampires. 
and they're or rich. millionaires. Or millionaires. I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just really good demon uh, gamblers. <laughs> yeah, they're actually just all really good at poker. No. I can't exactly say why, but the lone shark demon Teeth, I believe, is his name. Um, teeth. Teeth. Hey, cool. Oh, yeah. Teeth. Um, that makes sense. Really reminds me of a young James Caan, and I can't <laughs> quite say why, <laughs> but he really does. He really reminds me of a shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, was was that James Caan in Jaws? I might be confusing him. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know what it, maybe it's something about the suit or like the mannerisms, but like. If young James Conn was a shark, this is exactly what it would right. be like. Do you think James Conn would like you to say that? Do you think James like Conn would like up. this conversation? I mean, I you know, I'm super tight with Scott Conn, but we, we usually hang out with his dad. Uh, just the other oceans, Tim. Uh, so the Scoobies are all sad and they're upset that they ripped Buffy out of heaven. Uh, you're mispronouncing it. It's heaven. There you go. Heaven. <laughs> uh, Willow berating herself. She's saying, I was selfish. I just wanted my Buffy back. Um, and Xander, I mean, I, I really can sympathize with Xander here being like, no. I can't, you know, feel weird feeling sad, you know, bad mm-hmm. that my friend isn't dead. Yeah. So I'm going to make it yeah. simple. I like her. She's back. I'm happy. I do appreciate that Willow takes the responsibility finally. Yes. In this scene. She's like, I was selfish. Like, yes. It's the first step. Maybe don't take all the steps this episode, but you took a step. Darren and Anya have the absolute right attitude. They said, okay, forget about what we did. How can we get right now? It's mm. just great. And Willow wants to fix it by erasing her memory with a spell. Oh, just want to smack her. Uh, Tara says, I know you used that spell on me. Mm, angry Tara, Which, not good. Uh, is, do we think this is the day after Once More with Feeling? I would have to assume. Because by I, the end yeah, of Once More with so. Feeling, Tara is not speaking to Willow. Mm. So I can't even imagine like you would share a bed with this person and not be like, hey, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> not literally, but like, yeah. she says, you know, like after what Glory did to me. Such and I always word. think about like, also, like, the fact that her family manipulated her yeah, mm-hmm. um, kind of brainwashed her, too. Like, the, like she's yeah. just had a history of people, like, not being honest with her or her not being able to see the truth because of magic. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Willow says, I didn't want to fight. And Tara says, you don't get to just decide that. Yeah. Uh, Willow promises to give up magic for her for one week. Good luck. <laughs> Uh, and I feel like this is where they're getting, you know, this is where the season's really getting into the um, addiction metaphor. Yeah. Giles is also leaving. Leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when he'll be back again. Never. He straight up is like, no, I'm not coming back. One way ticket. Well, yeah, but he like. He has spent a lot of airfare this season. He's got some frequent <laughs> flyer miles. He's going to Hawaii. Uh, Willow just promised to go a week without magic and she can't go 24 hours. Oh, my God. day. <sighs> Why would she even offer a month in the first place if she knew she couldn't even go a day? Isn't that what addicts do? Yeah, just know, saying whatever you can. can to get the person to stay. Yeah. Pretty much. Because then you say a month and then the other person says a week, that sounds a lot easier. 
Maybe too. Well, she's gonna magic her memory away anyway, so she can promise the world. Yeah, there, yeah that's true, actually. Uh, she magics herself into getting dressed and then casts a forgetting spell on Buffy and Tara, but she forgets to move that goddamn bag of forget me yeses away Which from the fireplace. For several reasons. Not only can something like what happened in the episode happen, but also like, what if Tara walks in first and sees a bag of the forgetting flowers out? Well, she forgot what they were for. <laughs> that's true she wouldn't like it's still like more flowers (laughs) oh the pretty flowers thank you (laughs) or think what if one of those sparks hits the carpet instead of the flowers and magic that house back into existence i'm a mom sorry like i'm not i'm not but i act like one never mind (laughs) (laughs) you're the mom here Game meets back at the magic shop per Giles's announcement. Really weird side note. I, I think it's just a weird thing that every once in a while my DVD player does. But for some reason, it felt the need to give me, I, I think what was the uh, Spanish name of the magic box as subtitles. That was oh. the only thing in this episode that came up subtitled. <laughs> uh, unbeknownst to, to my doing. It's just like La Casa Mexica or whatever the translation is. And it was just, just that. It was like, well. Thanks, DVD player. I guess I needed to know that, according to you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, Willow is wearing Xander's jacket, which will be a thing. Mm-hmm. Spikes run, runs in just on fire. Why does he keep doing this? There's a sewer entrance. <laughs> uh, he just, he, he loves the, the sun at heart. He misses it. He's dressed in an old-timey suit as a disguise mm-hmm. so that the lone shark or his vampire goons which they're not, shouldn't be out in the daytime either. Anyways, so that they don't recognize him. Really, if he wanted a disguise, he should just dye his hair. Yeah, that is the most <laughs> Or just put on feature. a hat even. Like he just, it's his hair. That's what gives him away, you're right. Uh, so this is the same suit that he wore in Restless. Oh, that's right. Yep. Sorry, I just got Yeah, that. in Xander's Dream. <laughs> In which he also described Giles as being like a father to me. Yeah, Prophecy dreams. Uh, back at the Summer's house, a spark from the fireplace ignites the whole bag of forget-me-yeses. So that the poppies will make them sleep. <laughs> Giles tells them I'm leaving. <laughs> I hate that, like, right here Buffy is about to, like, express feelings and like use her words and in the middle of what's probably going to be a good speech she yep. passes out everyone passes yep. out <laughs> now maybe if she had passed out during a couple of speeches in the next season Ooh. yes oh. i agree <laughs> i agree <laughs> uh they wake up after dark and they all have no memory of who they who they are or where they are willow and xander will wake up together and she's mm. wearing a shirt Xander's into it. Uh, Anya and Giles wake up together. Giles says, maybe we blacked out. And Anya says, I don't feel hungover and I don't see Alan Funt, which is this is the first time I've looked it up. Oh. (laughs) He's the host of Candid Camera. Well, several decades ago. Is that show still on? No, it was like in the 50s and 60s. Okay. (laughs) I I learned something on the Google. I Googled (gasps) something about this episode, guys. I don't know if that's allowed. but no bing this is a google house (laughs) um willow's plan was to just make tara and buffy Mm -hmm. 
but they all. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't realize didn't, didn't that realize at that first. At first, <laughs> I didn't know that that was like the thing. I thought I was just telling you guys something. I didn't. Not you already know that. Yeah. That's the episode, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna know something. I'm pretty I, sure that was in the dialogue. <laughs> I thought that nobody realized that it was only supposed to be those two. <laughs> That's why it was an oopsie that she left out the baggie full of forget me yeses and should have just, just put it back. Yeah. This just shows that you put away your things mm-hmm. and clean up after your messes and you won't cast accidental spells on all of your friends. Wow. Well, that, that was a needless Google search on my part then. <laughs> you guys already knew that. What did, what did you Google? <laughs> Do you really? I, I Googled... Buffy, tabula rasa, like notes, like how, like just kind of how I got through high school, which is why I didn't finish that either. So I, I guess yeah, you kept looking up notes to different TV episodes instead of your own. Yeah, yeah. oh my god. Well, you I make a really link stuff about Felicity. <laughs> Hey, I've written, I think, three papers in college about Buffy. <laughs> Sometimes it works. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so they figure out they're in a magic shop. Mm-hmm. But magic, magic's all balderdash and chicanery. I'm afraid we don't know a bloody thing. <laughs> so Giles figures out he's British. <laughs> I like that Buffy is instinctually protective of Dawn. Mm-hmm. Like, even before they figure out their sister, yeah. she's just like, I'll take care of you and I've got it. And, and I get she's a kid, but Dawn is like a real mess when this first starts. She is like cowering in fear. She is damselly. Yeah. But she is always damselly. <laughs> yeah. I think she just tries to hide it better when she has her memories. I think that's why it's so important that next season they're like immediately like, okay, training, because like yeah. you are a liability. <laughs> <laughs> and Spike says, oh, listen to Mary Poppins. He's got his crust all stiff and upper with that Nancy boy accent. You Englishmen are always so bloody hell, sodding, blimey, shagging, niggers, bollocks. Niggers, <laughs> oh, God, I'm English. Welcome to the Nancy trap. <laughs> uh, so they figured that they must be related. Come on, guys. Not all British people are related or know each other. Yeah. God. That's, that's a- bollocks. That's bollocks. <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I, I misheard you there. And I thought you said, that's bollocks? It's that too. <laughs> Those two. I was like, uh, are we, I guess we're all fine with Polak jokes all of a sudden? Are we there now? I like how Spike immediately, though, is just like inventing an inksy father-son relationship that he has no evidence to back him up. <laughs> yes. We have to do something to explain their animosity. Uh, Anya, and Anya, Anya, she calls herself Anya. 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 <laughs> Anya uh, <laughs> finds her engagement ring. She's woke up next to Giles, so they must be engaged. Sail away. Willow, always smart, says uh, we should check our IDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dawn and Buffy don't have wallets on them. She does, however, have her necklace. And did... she is such a nerd. Umad. First off, Dawn Upside Down doesn't even look like Umad. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we get the weird subplot that Dawn's also partially illiterate. 
<laughs> I give her a lot of weird side plots. Spike suit says Randy on the thing, so he thinks his name is Randy, Randy Giles. Giles. Why not call me Horny Giles? This like I'm wondering if like is Randall a popular name in the UK? Mm-hmm. And if so, did they all get teased? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Willow is wearing Xander's jacket, so of course she thinks they're a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe I have a brother and you go out with him. <laughs> <laughs> Through some forums, they figure out that Anya and Giles own the shop together. There's this just there's a lot of really clever things here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really fun to watch them work this shit out yeah. and just mm-hmm. kind of detective work of how would you do that. And mm-hmm. like, every time they get it wrong, <laughs> it's goddamn hilarious. Yeah. And like a lot of it is makes a lot of sense. Like looking at the forms, why would you not assume that like sure. they were together? Because yeah. it's a otherwise like kind mm-hmm. of a weird business partnership. Like this middle aged British businessman and this like twenty something American woman. Like why would they be co owning a magic shop in California together? And even though they don't know who they are, I like that they respond to all of these things totally in character. You know, mm. Willow is logical and smart, and Xander's slow to get there and cracking jokes uh and dawn is a damsel in distress because she's worthless (laughs) (laughs) tell us how you really feel uh buffy names herself so she decides i'll name me joan (laughs) whatever joan whatever umad (laughs) so clearly they're sisters that's a leap Uh, i don't know like that is a very sisterly back and forth uh, and they said we should go to the hospital, uh, but there's vampires at the door. <laughs> Did we know that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that crowd shot where they're all just screaming. <laughs> yeah. um, every, I, God damn it. Their reaction to everything. Send out Spike. They seem to want Spikes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like the little like just side joke of like Buffy having this, the, the stake in her hand just being like, oh, this feels kind of. They say slayer, slay her. They want to slay a female person. <laughs> Nobody makes a joke about the band. Slayer. Yeah, I just I'm, I wanted that. I wanted that joke in there. Oh, I just had a really depressing uh, thing happen to me today, where um, uh, I was like going for this meeting for like a work thing, and somebody came in wearing a Def Leppard shirt, and another person said like, "Oh, did you did you see they?" Uh, then when they were in town, because apparently they had a concert recently in town, and uh, her response was, "Oh, I actually don't know who they are." She's wearing a Def Leppard Def Leppard shirt, not knowing. Oh no! Apparently, Jeez. who they are, or even that they're a band. I was wow. like, "Oh god." I have follow up <laughs> questions. <laughs> Is it her boyfriend's shirt? I t- I did not ask. Or did she get it at like a thrift store and yeah. thought it was about a large cat that can't hear or spell? <laughs> They find the trap door to the sewer, but the vamps break in. Joan. I, okay, now, first off, this is weird that the vamp, like, just kind mm-hmm. of bear hugs her. It's like, you still know that's the Slayer. She doesn't know she's a Slayer, yeah. but he knows you're a Slayer. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that he does, like, the super girly version yeah. of, like, I'm just going to, like, bear hug you. Mm-hmm. And she does not like it. No. And, but I also like that her reaction, like, she's angry, but she's not, like, Slayer mad. She's mm-hmm. just more like, get the fuck off me, dick. <laughs> 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 she punches the guy and says, Hey, stay away from Randy. <laughs> A more noble battle cry there has not been. <laughs> They're able to get rid of the guys, you know, 
I think she stakes one and they mm-hmm. chase out the other ones and board up the windows. Buffy says, I know why Joan's the boss. I'm like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> they think that they won't get through the sewer, all of them, while the vamps are trying to break in. So she says, Randy and I will make a run for it and mm-hmm. distract them. Meanwhile, Giles and Anya will protect the shop and try magic. Oh, no. Uh, and Xander, Willow, and Tara, and Dawn will make a run for the sewer. Ready, Randy? Ready, Joan. Um, Giles calls over Spike for the most awkward hug. Oh. In the history of hug. Son, come, come here. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he call him something weird, like my boy or something? Like, yeah, he said like, son. Yeah, like, yeah, calls him yeah. something weird. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I have like I a them. visceral reaction to that, like, ugh. Don't, yeah, don't do Aww. that. They run out and fight the vamps and Spike goes all bumpy. And he's like, I'm a superhero too. (laughs) There's a weird thing about like, if he lost his memory. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he lost his memory and doesn't understand that he's a vampire, but he lost his memory and still doesn't. It's a whole weird thing this season with like Spike not having a soul. Mm. He doesn't know he has a chip. And obviously he doesn't know he doesn't have a soul, but you think mm-hmm. that like, you know, if you're waking up and you're just going off your instincts, he doesn't have a soul. What does that mean in at this point in the show that he has a chip, but not a soul? I mean, I guess I get what you're saying that like, maybe it would make more sense if he just naturally like kind of like went to attack people because or was just even kind of like a dick. I mean, he is kind of a dick. <laughs> but like, if you, I mean, like, he's, <laughs> like he's very altruistic truistic here. Like, I want to help and blah, blah, blah. And like, I just. Like, even yeah. without a memory, he's still being nice, Spike. Is that. Right. Mm. Well, maybe it says something about like, that's more like his, his real personality. And that like, a lot of the bravado he showed as like, Slayer, Slayer, Spike was put on. Because he, he, even like, when he, he didn't have a soul, like, he was about like having like brawls that were like fair fights and just like having a bit stirring up trouble but not like being like a grand villain as much. Yeah, I'm always like stuck on this difference between mm-hmm. Angel with and without a soul. Yeah. And like the big difference there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Spike with or without a soul and like not a huge difference. Mm. <laughs> well, they're very different dudes. I mean that they are. Spike does actually like a really good job here. I'm very sad there are no slaves in this uh, particular scene because mm. I really wanted my slave of the week to be here. Randy's slave of the week. Randy's slave of the week. Uh, he, does, he does a good <laughs> job beating the shit out of these guys. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, there's a vamp in the sewer. There's a lot of back and forth here, which is great, but mm. it makes taking notes very hard. Yeah, all the cross-cutting. It's a nice sewer set. It's a good sewer set. Uh, Giles finds his one-way plane ticket and assumes he's leaving Anya. <laughs> Anya, meanwhile, picks a random spell book. Because she's got magic shop owner's <laughs> intuition. And intuits <laughs> a random page. <laughs> and creates a bunny. And it hurt. Oh, God. Her reaction is great. Yep. <laughs> Joan breaks it to Randy that he's a vampire. And I like this back for that. I kill your kind and I bite yours. <laughs> He assumes that he's a vampire with a soul. Ah. Vampire with a soul? How lame is that? (laughs) Tara and Willow in the sewer, like, they clearly want to smooch. And Mm. I like that, too, that, like, they're, you know, it's who you are and it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. you lose your memories. You're still like, this is who I am and this is who I'm attracted to. And I want to smooch you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
wasn't enough in the previous episode. No. <laughs> they Lord. are, de- they, I mean, speaking of Randy. They're the real Randy Giles. Uh, maybe the forget me yeses are also... Uh, Aphrodisiacs? That. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Anya just keeps making bunnies. <laughs> and you get the green mist over her. Yeah. She's like, I don't know where that's from, but I like it. Brandy and Joan are fighting the vampires. Joan stakes one with a mailbox, like a whole mailbox. Yep. Uh, back in the sewer, we get the, uh, I think I'm kind of gay. <laughs> Dawn's reaction. <laughs> and I love that are it's they- a callback to season three, yeah. Doppelganger. She said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think Don knew she was talking about Tara? She wasn't. She didn't think she was hitting on Tara. I think I'm kind of gay. Mm. She's like, oh, and Don's like, I think I'm kind of a teenager. I think I'm kind of a minor. I think I'm not into uh, people ten years older than me. <laughs> I think this is kind of illegal. <laughs> I has created a monster in the magic shop, which we never actually see. You just hear it. We do see the uh, skeleton, though. That's true. Yes. So we're fighting with the skeleton. So, so funny. I watched this episode about three times, but the first two times, apparently, I was distracted. I didn't see the that part. Really? I, yeah. And then I, I, my cats, I don't know. Who knows Wait what a minute. I was doing. Check under your pillow. Do you have any strange flowers? <gasps> Someone erased your memory of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what? have you been doing spells again? Well, I've been doing something. <laughs> but I feel compelled to take vengeance on you. <laughs> no wonder I'm leaving you. <laughs> oh, and then their reconciliation when she's like, don't leave me. And he goes, oh, and yeah. <laughs> Here's the, okay, so like, and then like they have the kiss. I gotta say, like. I can see this couple working out. Mm. I was gonna say, I kind of like them better as a couple than her <laughs> yeah. and Xander, I gotta say. Oh, she like, looks kind of yeah. better with Giles. I always thought mm-hmm. she seemed a bit too old for Xander. I mean, she's like a thousand. Yeah. yeah. If anything, she's too old for Giles even, but yeah. at least, like, she might get his references from, like, old stuff. Mm-hmm. Is Alan Funt references? <laughs> yeah. I like it. I ship it. No. Is that a word? Yeah. And yeah. 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 It is a one-man show. He's just, like, doing his best, and he's mm-hmm. getting the shit beat out of him, but he's trying. Yeah. It's very that's brave. Closing. That's yeah. been Xander from the beginning, though. He always knew he wasn't yeah. the special one. That's true. And he still goes for it. he always did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. yeah, he took that hit like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> Willow, I mean, by quote-unquote accident, lands on top of Tara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know she definitely doesn't like to arrange things so that, you know... <laughs> It turns out well for her romantically. <laughs> Xander steps on the crystal and breaks the spell. How lucky did they get there? Right? This could have been forever. Yeah, this could have been just a new series. Oh, I know. <laughs> this fell out of her pocket in the sewer and they just walk away and it's like forever. Yeah. Until some rat just gnaws on it. And they get their memories back slowly so they all remember King Ralph at the same time. <laughs> Most of them, it's nothing. <laughs> Yeah, Xander laughs. 
inappropriately. Okay, do you think that that really is when he got back the memory of King Ralph, or is he just being a snot? I want it to be that he actually does just find the movie King Ralph that funny. I know. <laughs> I just, I just find that endearing about Xander. If that, if that's really what it, what it is. I think that's what it is, but I also just kind of like the idea of this is Xander's kind of fuck you to Willow. Yeah. About like, oh, gee, I just, I got, guess I just got back my memory because someone erased it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who could that be? <laughs> uh, Giles and Anya. <laughs> they, they got back their memories while they were kissing, so now they're just frantically <laughs> cleaning the magic box. <laughs> this is the first time I noticed that once all the memories came back, Buffy stopped caring about fighting. Yeah. I never mm. got that before. Like, mm-hmm. but I always got that she just she stopped fighting because she was just like confused and figuring shit mm-hmm. out. But like, no, she just like she goes right back to like, oh, this. Yeah, yeah mm. I'd kind of interpret it slightly differently. That it's just like all that pain is hitting her again for the first time. Mm. That's what I thought. It's just like, oh god, Spike with a terrible slave from dust. Steak till just steak. <laughs> no. No. Terrible. It's not even good for Randy. <laughs> Spike goes to help Buffy up after she's fallen and she rejects his handshake or his help mm. up. Ooh, rude. That is rude. Yeah. But also like, oh, that killed me. This is that's a shot that's homemade Buffy music videos I used to download all the time back when Aww. I was the same. Uh, everyone used that shot a lot. Yeah. I've seen those too. <laughs> you made those too. I know. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to make them. Or else I probably would. <laughs> I still love those. Just make them, but Anya and Giles. <laughs> My spinoff series. Yeah. We get the montage with Michelle Branch's goodbye to you. This is always weird to me because it's like such a song that I know outside of the context of Buffy, like because it was a big hit song yeah that it's it's always been kind of jarring to me in this episode i mean i appreciate it i don't know like in the timeline if this was already a big hit song or for like this was one of the things that kind of led to it being a hit song mm. but it yeah it kind of takes me out of it a little bit it uh, always sorry throws me off when when i watch it on buffy because i liked michelle branch 20 years ago before i saw buffy and that song, mm-hmm. the all the music starts in a lot quicker than it does on the show. I don't know if you mm. realize that. But I, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, why does she have a band with her? They're just sta- that's always what I'm distracted by. <laughs> you know, they come in at that very end, but in real life they should have been there already. So I was just like, why does she even have a band? That's all I thought about when I saw her there. You're always working. You're always, always a working, working musician. What's what's going on? Why 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 pay um, musicians? I get sad every time I hear that damn song now. I didn't used to, and now I do. <laughs> now you do. Yeah, I used to actually not very much like that song, and now I now I have something nice to associate it with. Mm. And She's- by nice, I mean. Yeah, she's playing near me next month, and my cousin was like, you want to go see Michelle Branch? I'm like, no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> no! I listened to the, um, Michelle Branch a lot back when, like, her first CD came out, and, like, mm. I always love this version of this song better, no. I think, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, I like the music poppy. coming in later, and I just, probably because of the, I just really like when this one hits, like, I want you and I, and like you're like yeah just, yeah it's emotional Let the beat drop yeah. <laughs> but um I've heard a lot of people say that they hate this version mm. really I, yeah I, I I specifically oh. like pirated this version back when like yeah I, me too I kind of <laughs> wish 
this version would have stayed just her. I, I liked yeah, it just absolutely. her. I, I wasn't yeah. so happy when the music came in on this one. Yeah, because it, it was emotional. so emotional. It was yeah. so just already good. It didn't need yeah. that extra glossy pop on top of it. Mm-hmm. Joss always does the the music montages so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Buffy crying at the bronze. Tara moving out. Willow crying. Uh, Turns out I'm not emotionally stable enough to watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Willow cries. And now yeah. it's it's the ultimate. Willow has broken the rule and Willow made Willow cry. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> She's in the wrong, but I don't want her crying. Uh, we all hated Willow a second ago. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> She's just so good at this. Oh. Uh, Giles is on the plane. And that gets me is the difference between mm-hmm. the last time he was leaving on the plane yeah. and like it was like bittersweet and mm-hmm. he had the nice goodbye with the Scoobies and like he was sitting there and he got that little smile and this is like yeah. just straight up so sad. Like I'm just so sad and like I'm not even like certain of what I'm doing. I'm in coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really sad about from all, the dra- all the flying back and forth he's done. It's all he could get now. <laughs> <laughs> he learned what the in-flight movie was, and he was really disappointed. <laughs> Once he checks in, <laughs> I'd be so excited about that. <laughs> Spike shows up at the bronze, and Buffy ignores him. Sweet. Dawn is like pissed at Tara for moving oh, out. Damn it, Dawn! I mean, damn Dawn, it, you Dawn. Just, you don't get this. Is what happens when you keep her in the dark? Is she mm-hmm. doesn't understand? <laughs> you don't let her in the bedroom with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Now she's like pissed off that you're ground. leaving. Jeez. <laughs> I think there's an in-between. <laughs> I was going to say, where the hell did Tara move to, by the way? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure <laughs> that I've been in my early 20s <laughs> and broken up, and, and you don't find a place that quick, and life <laughs> is expensive. Where did she go? That's a good question, Frankie. She lives in books, I'm too. calling Joss again. <laughs> Well, and once again, like, she doesn't have a job. We've established that she's a full-time student. Maybe she went back to the dorm. Maybe. But is it that easy to get a dorm so quickly? I don't know. I'm thinking about too much. You can't just pick a dorm in the middle of the year because your witch girlfriend (laughs) fucking uses too much magic. It doesn't work like that. Gosh. (laughs) She magics a dorm available. Now she's doing it. Maybe uh, she see, asked. She should have asked Willow for a spell on the way out. No. <laughs> so at least you can do. Magic, but also, just this one last time. <laughs> just, yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's true, though. Oh, and then finally we get Buffy and Spike making out. Which, you know, I'm happy about. <laughs> I'm okay with it still. Yep. Yeah, I stand by it. I'm fine. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, with the music... This is a good makeout scene. It hasn't gotten totally inappropriate yet. <laughs> and I, I kind of like that Buffy's kind of fucked up and they kind of just mm-hmm. let her, like everyone kind of, like you go through a thing so you do something stupid like make out with the bad boy. Like yeah. I kind of feel like they just let her be a regular girl there right then. Yeah. And I yeah. like cool. that. Yeah. I think we all would have done that. I mean, not me because I'm a lesbian, but everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lesbian witch, so not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dana, don't you wish we could play in the bronze? Yeah. I always wanted to. That would require us, um, I think, taking the show on the road and doing a live... <laughs> live from the bronze. <laughs> live from the bronze episode with the girl gang. So what's the lesson in Tabula Rasa? Don't let your girlfriend find out. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
You don't get to decide how people feel or what they should do for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's the mature don't way to go Don't leave your flowers on the don't floor. Don't leave your flowers lying around. <laughs> Clean up your shit. Clean up your shit, man. <laughs> don't leave crystals in your pocket. Yes. <laughs> God. So what do you guys think of this one? I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. A million and a half stars. I love this. It makes me laugh every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's never so not good. funny. Yes. When Randy and, and Giles. That's <laughs> yeah. oh, it's always funny. No. All Twenty years later. All of it. The bunnies. Everything. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. <laughs> I think it's a good because it. This is a classic. Like Buffy's so funny and it's mm-hmm. so serious. And this is a perfect like kind of blend of that. Mm-hmm. I think this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. So you laugh a lot, but then you're so sad at the end. I was. Mm. At least. <laughs> I don't know how you heartless souls were. I was, <laughs> I was I was very heartless. I was like, yeah, I don't care about any of you, you characters. Uh, no, no, get over it. Um, my my only complaint would be like I don't like having two good episodes that are both so high concept right next to each other. That's my only complaint, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of shows do that, where it'd be like weirdly similar conceits. Like two episodes in a row that are very high concept. Like a lot of sci-fi fantasy shows will do that. But that's pretty much my only real complaint. Otherwise, I think it's it, they do a great job of like exploring the characters through this whole conceit. And uh, yeah, it's funny and it moves the plot forward in really interesting ways. And is a good way to like make the uh, Willow and Tara break up pretty final, at least for now. Mm-hmm. That it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, they're just gonna have a fight and make up. Like, no, this is really serious. Now, bitch yeah. has a box. She's leaving. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <you know? laughs> not even a duffel bag. She went out and got a box. An actual. That's a shame. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's full of our, all of her uh, Ren Faire corsets. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, yeah. That. The hippie skirts are taking up an entire store's locker just by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with you guys. This is probably the funniest episode of the season i know we haven't finished yet but it is super funny i like that everyone everything that everyone does is totally in character even though they don't know their own characters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's so really well done um the stakes are really high you mean the spikes (laughs) 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 yeah i love this one this is one that like if i have like just 40 minutes to myself and i'm like i can watch one episode of buffy this will definitely be like probably that one. Mm. Would you guys be ready to uh, imitate Giles in this episode and go international? Buffy Tapaja, Vampirit. Ernie Dragon, das Rhein Fleisch Canoe. Future Rifle International. I could only find one alternate title for one of the episodes. Because Tabitha Rossa apparently is just like used in every language. Well, it's like a Latin term. Yeah, it's a common yeah. Latin phrase that is pretty universal. And so the only one I found was for Once More with Feeling, and it's the French title, because I guess maybe Once More with Feeling doesn't translate, and it's, and I'm going to use the correct pronounced, uh, uh, sorry, punctuation here. Let the show begin! <laughs> Has an explanation really? point, I'm just saying. <laughs> Can you come to all of our concerts and start them like that? <laughs> Let the show begin! Yes! Oh my god, yes. <laughs> when we record our album, we're going to have to sample that, Kay. <laughs> Cut that oh drop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week.
Who did you guys vote for for this lay of the week? I, I don't have one. No, no, I couldn't find one. one. Nuh-uh. I think the only one that I could choose was one that bugged me where and what's more filling when no dust went in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I have. The uh, the dust yeah. forest vampire. That's how I label yeah. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll let that be my answer. Yeah. I feel like I have chalk in my mouth. Nah. <laughs> um, I have, mine's from Tabula Rasa. I'm, I just really like, stay away from Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> Come over to the dark Stay side. away from Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh Thank gosh. you again, Frankie and Dana from Girl Gang for hanging out with us and talking about Buffy. Always Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yes, this is fun. <laughs> uh, if stackers want to check out Girl Gang, they should follow them on Twitter at Girl Gang Band. Mm-hmm. How else should they uh, keep in touch with you guys? Our um, Instagram. Our is... Instagram is Girl Gang Band. Uh, we're constantly posting photos from behind the scenes of this EP we recorded, and uh, which will be out in the fall. And I can't awesome. talk about it, but I can hint at it. Huh, Dana? I might have maybe asked somebody who was maybe in one of these episodes that maybe we were talking about to maybe direct a music video for us. And she might have, might not have said no. (laughs) That's That's all all I got. (laughs) Is that good? Yeah, good job. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. So keep an eye out. Keep an eye out, guys. We'll let you know. (laughs) Wait, is this, is this the musician Enya? Say hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off Smashed and Wrecked when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.